Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hillsdale College Athletic Podcast. I am Thomas Meyer, your host, as usual. And uh, we got a full plate today, and uh, since it's the winter, we're probably going to be talking about basketball. It's a pretty good bet. And, um, yeah, we're going to be talking about men's and women's basketball. And, actually, before we start, um, we're going to talk about um, a tragedy that has happened to the Hillsdale College community in the death of football co- or defensive lineman coach for Hillsdale, Craig Blanchard, who died um, uh, in on December 25th or aroundabouts. Um, he is a um, Hillsdale native, uh, went to high school in Jonesville, um, an all-state football player there, and uh, he joined the fo- Hillsdale football staff in 1982, um, two years after the Chargers went on their amazing NAIA championship role. Um, he was the defensive back coach, and um, he went to the NAIA two times out of the three years he was there. He left char- the Chargers for several other Midwestern colleges for a couple years, um, and then he returned to the Chargers staff in 2001 and stayed for 21 more years um, until his untimely death. Um, uh, he was just a great member of the Charger family, and um, he's really going to be missed. Um, and I know this is a little late, but uh, that's because um, I missed last week because I had to study for my dang exams. They're really fun. Um, yeah, it was not my choice. And then the week before, it was Christmas, and I was in Indiana celebrating with my family, so that was awesome. But, um, yeah, anyway, uh, happy belated Thanksgiving, or not Thanksgiving, <laughs> Christmas and um, and New Year. It's 2022 now, so um, not quite a year. I I should look at this, but I'm actually nearing our anniversary of this podcast. I think it's coming up in February, so that's gonna be really cool. First, um, our first be our first year, so that's gonna be awesome and just really exciting for me, um, because. Yeah, never mind. I will talk about it later, but I have lots of things to talk about about that. And um, also, happy birthday to me as well on January 3rd. Um, greatest day of the year, pretty much. Um, Thomas Meyer turned the awesome age of 15, and so now I am a 15-year-old. So, yeah, that's great. Um, as I look, as one of my friends told me, six more years until I can legally drink. Um <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, you just look at it like that, um, yeah, just count down the years, but, uh, no, no, um, but we're gonna get to the main feature of our show, which is going to be Chargers basketball overall, and, uh, first we're gonna go to the men's, like, men like usual, um, and, uh, on Thursday, so this Thursday, um, the Chargers were demolished by Walsh, 76-52. Um, yeah, so not pretty at all. Um, they were tied, at the time, they were tied with Malone and Hillsdale for first in the GMAC, so it wasn't like a terrible loss, but uh, we kind of got kind of got uh, destroyed. And uh, now Walsh is number one since, uh, well, we'll talk about that later, but uh, at the time, they were tied for first with Malone and Hillsdale. And, um, we had a long layoff because due to the Christmas break and then also the, um, Lake Erie game last week was canceled. Um, and so we came out really flat, couldn't get any rhythm going, shooting 29.6% field goals. 
um, to Walsh Walsh's 47.6%, and uh, we're smoked on the rebounds, 44 to 32. And also, very importantly, um, they got 13 second chance points, and we had three, which also helps when every single dang person go like Austin Yearing. Cardi will shoot a shot, and Austin Yearing's already halfway down the court. Like, stay for the dang rebound. He gets all of his all of his rebounds are defensive rebounds. He never gets an offensive rebound because he doesn't stay, and Cartier doesn't rebound. It's ridiculous. Um, anyway, I had to get that out, and um, they really outplayed us, especially at our own game, scoring forty points in the paint, um, and um, and we only scored twenty two, which is that's that's our thing. That's where we get our points mainly for Cartier. And um, speaking of Cartier, he was shut down. Um, only 12 points in the game on 4 for 9 shooting. So it's not like he was terrible shooting. He just didn't get the ball. And then Yerian, 7 points and 1 rebound all game. 1 rebound. Um, and that also helps. And yeah, he's halfway down the floor whenever anyone's rebounding. Um, and then also a very important bench player, Jack Golke, was ice cold. Um, 0 for 4 from 3, which really... That that did not help because that's he's he's a really big producer this year. He's been producing about like ten points a game, which has been really helpful, especially from three. And then that that was that was helping that helped our terrible three point percentage, um, which was seventeen point two percent, five for twenty nine. Um, whereas Walsh Daryl Strotter absolutely ripped us apart, eighteen points on eight for twelve shooting. Um, two for three from three and nine rebounds, and he's a guard and he's getting nine rebounds. And Yarian is six dang nine, and he got one freaking rebound. Like, come on! If I was six nine, I'd be getting ninety rebounds a game in high school basketball. But um, besides that, and I'd be having like five dunks. That would be sweet, actually. Um, but anyway. Back to this, like you can't, you that's that's unacceptable. And I bet you anything. I don't really know what how what the thing was with that, um, but I bet you anything. He stays back for dang offensive rebounds, puts it back up, and that's why they had thirteen dang points on second on second chance opportunities, and that's why we only had three. Like, come on. Um, but uh, also for them, um, Garrison Kiss. Uh, Kiesler had 17 points, 5 for 14 shooting, and 7 of 8 from free throw, which, you know, that's my kind of player because I really like to get all my points as a charity stripe because I get fouled quite a bit. But, um, yeah, anyway. So the Chargers outmanned, completely could not do anything pretty much. I mean, what what was going on? I don't know. I wasn't at the game. had to rewatch it. I was studying for my geometry exam, which I probably failed. Um, so that was really, really fun for me, and I really had a great time. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was not cool. But um, I had some reporters there for me, Will Thielen and Tyler Sanders, really giving me some insight. Well, no, they based their insight was basically uh, we, got, we just got smoked today. Um, they outplayed us, and that's basically what I just told you. So it's, I just told you that the long way of saying it, pretty much. But, uh, yeah, they, they outplayed us, and we, we couldn't get anything going. I mean, come on, Chargers. You get you got to step up. Uh, Cole now, as usual, produced nothing. I mean, like, if you're a point guard, I understand you're not scoring. I mean, I really do. Some offenses go for the point guard scoring. I mean, Connor Hill put it, like, 
12 points a game. I mean, he, he, he was a really good player. He put up 20 last year. I mean, he, he, he was a scoring point guard because he had that really dangerous drive jumper that he was really good at. But Cole now, I guess, is not. He I, I really don't think he's a point guard. He plays like a shooting guard, but he doesn't dang score. If you put him at shooting guard, I mean, do we have like one true point guard, Jacob Nagobi, who's sat the bench for four, five, five years. Yeah, five years, redshirt every year. And he hasn't done, I mean, he won't put him in the game. I understand that. He's not a good player. He's 5'6", what he's, or 5'11". What are you supposed to do when you're 5'11 in basketball? But, I mean, Connor Hill was 6'1", or 6'0". Something like that, six one or six foot. Um, but he he got some points. He got points. I mean, it's not like he's rebounding over six or six nine guys. But like, come on, like, give a dang effort. I mean, now if you're a point guard that doesn't score, you at least get assists, right? I mean, that's what happens usually with guys that don't score. They get assists or rebounds or something. They contribute something, but now takes up space. He doesn't do anything. I mean, if you're going to do that, put Gessler in, because Gessler's actually been doing something. Gessler can probably play as point guard as well as now can. Now can't play point guard to save his life. So put now at the point guard spot. Put Joe Reuter in, because Joe Reuter can play as a forward, and we can have three forwards on there. We have Cartier, Tavon, and Reuter, and then we can have um, um, Yerian at center, and then we can have... Uh, Gessler running the point. I mean, I don't know how that would work. I'm not a coach. I want to be a coach, but I'm not a coach. And, I mean, I don't really know how basketball works in the college zone. I mean, I definitely am never going to get to that point. I mean, I hope so, but I don't know. But, I mean, that makes sense to me. He also plays well. I mean, Ruder does a really good job coming off the bench, and I think it's important to have a six-man. And right now, I six-man is definitely... Um, Golki, who's been playing really well. I mean, this wasn't his best game, but no one had a good game. So it's not like he's the only one who's not having a good game. So, I mean, we got to just be more rounded, I guess, and just, I don't know. Golki's got to produce something. If Golki doesn't put up 12 points, we pretty much lose because, like, he's got to he's gotta do something. And then now's got to get, okay, if you're not going to score, get to the dang line. I mean, come on. You drive in, stop being a wuss, get in, and try to score. You get blocked, great. Good job. You made a defensive effort or an offensive effort. You get blocked, that's all right. If you get fouled, make your dang free throws. You're a guard, you should be making free throws. If you're a center and you're missing, like, if you're shooting, like, 50% as a center, I mean, that's also bad, but, I mean, I, I respect that at least. And and you're producing in any other way. But, I come on, make your free throws. Um... But, uh, yeah, so we uh, really turned that around in the second game, which is on Saturday, battling another really tough team because we got a really tough schedule. Um, beating Walsh, um, or no, no, we did not beat Walsh. We got smoked by Walsh. So that's the thing I was just talking about. Um, beating Malone, 81-70, to um, in a really crucial game for the Chargers, a home um, home game, um, and a very, da- a very dangerous team. And the Malone team won the tournament, the GMAC tournament last year. So they, we knew they were going to be tough and, um, I mean, they beat us. So, um, they beat us in the tournament, made sure we did not win the tournament, which is something that needs to happen in the dang foreseeable future. Cause if you win the, if you win the conference two years in a row and you go out 
in the first round, the first time. And the second round, you beat Treveka Dang Nazarene, who's, well, I mean, what are they? I mean, they have a decent team this year. I I respect them this year. They're a lot better than they were. But Treveka Nazarene last year was one of those teams that was an easy win. And Walsh was that way, too. And, and this year, they, they've really turned it around on them. I mean, they, they, the coach has done a good job with them. But... Um, Trevac and Nazarene's a blowover. We beat them, and then we could play Malone. We get uh, beaten by like ten, which was respectable because they went on went went they went on and won the tournament, and then they went to the NCAA tournament and they lost in the first round. And we won the first in the first round, and we played a really good game against Mercyhurst. And I mean, I mean, I, we did well. I mean. I wouldn't say there was a fantastic tournament. We went out in the second round, and I know how people are like, that's ah, a sweet 16 because there was, it was a shortened tournament. But, I mean, okay, come on. We won one game. We were we should have won that game. We are the number one seed playing against, uh, what was it? I don't know how they did it. I forgot. But, I mean, we should, definitely were favored to win that, and we did. Um, so we, at least we did that, and then we lost the second game. Uh, ridiculous. West Liberty. Um, yeah. That that was that was a tough one. Um, yeah, they shot really well in that game, and that that's what's been killing us this year, and it killed us last year. And the difference between these two teams is we have a point guard, and this team does not have a point guard. That that really just killed us. Losing, I mean, Larson. Yeah, he was a good player. He was hurt a lot, but that last season he played in was like okay. He was scoring like ten points a game. Like he was a really good player. But he didn't produce. And Connor Hill, I mean, my brothers have dissed on Connor Hill because he's my favorite player for so long. And Connor Hill showed up in the senior season, played his best basketball that he's played for five years. And uh, yeah, he really, and he's really created a difference because you you see it now because the Chargers are really struggling right now, especially in the point guard position. So I mean, that that really hurts. Um, and we really miss him. But um, back to the game. Uh, yeah, we beat. Uh, yeah, I've been really sidetracked today. Uh, we beat Malone, um, and then so we shot really well in that game, which really helped us because when we shoot well, we don't lose. Um, and that's probably true of most teams. And uh, we shot fifty-eight point five percent, which is thirty-one, which uh, thirty-one for f- uh, fifty-three. And uh, 36.8% from three. And uh, Joey Reuter had a fantastic, fantastic game. Came in with 21 points on 10 for 12 shooting. And Patrick Cartier came in with 20 points on 7 for 11 shooting. Austin Yearing had an amazing game, although he did not score that much. I think it was like two points. He had 15 rebounds, 7 assists. And you know what? Those 15 rebounds, I bet you anything, they're all defensive. Maybe one offensive rebound because he's already halfway down the floor, and it's just ridiculous. And, you know, it's just it's just ridiculous on that how that goes. But um, that's all right. Um, and then now, now I actually had a good game um, after I uh, dumped on him a little bit. Um, um, he really improved in this in this second game against Malone, putting up 12 points on four for seven shooting, three for six from three, which really improved uh, his uh, point totals, of course. Um, and then a very dangerous Malone team, really. They they put up a fight. They really did. Um, they went down by like 10 in the first half 
and uh, they came out firing in the second half. They really closed the gap real quickly, and that was because of one man, the one and only Bryce Butler, who always kills us. Um, one of the best players in the GMAC for sure, if not the best. Um, and yeah, or the Cedarville guy. Um, shoot, can't remember. It was forty-four. I can't remember his name. That I think those would be my two top guys. Well, and obviously Patrick Cartier. Um, but he had 29 points on 11 for 23 shooting, so not the best. But he's a type that will take all the shots all game, and he'll make a significant amount of them, and he'll win them some games. So, like, that's that's good. Um, and it's good that the fact that he shot 23 times and was 50% from the field all game, so that was good. Um, two for three from three and uh, six rebounds. Um, okay. When, and he's, like, kind of short, too, so, like, come on, step up again. Um, and then Marcus Ernst, another really good player for Malone, um, and he's a forward. He he tried to shut down Cartier. didn't really work. I mean, most people can't shut down Cartier. So um, he had 13 points on 6 for 14 shooting, so, like, he he didn't have one of his best games. And uh, 1 for 5 on free throws, like, Come on, cause he, we were just getting, he was getting in, he was getting good shots, and we just hack him. He miss, and two free throws he miss, and then that's why Ruder had such a good game because um, Tavon was on Ernst, and he was fouling him right, left, and center, and he so he was in foul trouble. He had like three or four fouls, and so Ruder came in for him, and he he had a really good game. Um, but uh, yeah, but he had sixteen rebounds too, so that that really helped. Um, and then they, Malone as a team shot 50% from the charity stripe, six for 12, and, uh, five of those six came from Bryce Butler shooting free throws. Um, so, although the Chargers had 13 turnovers to Malone's, oh, nine, which is not that big of a, of a difference, but, um, really good shooting from Hillsdale, won us the game pretty much, and, and the, the bench really produced a lot too, um, uh, scoring 37 points to Malone's six, which, you know, that that's actually surprising to me because usually our teams have, like, 10 points off the bench. But this year we're pretty reliant on our bench players. Like, we need Reuter to score, like, eight or nine points. We need Golki to put in, like, 10, 11 points. So, like, and that's where most of our points come from on the bench. I mean, honestly, though, um... Oh shoot! Uh, Noah Applegate, he's been playing pretty decently lately. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> I just got a alert. Pistons trading for Bull Bull. What? Why? Why Pistons? Why? I mean, you have eight wins this season. You and I think Bull Bull's gonna uh, really help you. I mean, he's not a good player. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, he's six seven. That's great. Or seven six. Um, quite a difference in those heights. But uh, yeah, he's not that good. Anyway. Um, so up next in men's basketball, the ten and three Chargers play the second place Ashland. Uh, they're the second place team in the GMAC at home on Thursday at seven p.m. Um, so that's going to be obviously right after the women's game at 5.30 on on Thursday. So that's going to be a tough trek. The newcomer, Ashland, always good to see a new team because, one, it's a new face, new faces, new jerseys. That That's cool. And it's going to be fun to watch the away game versus Ashland, too, because, I mean, I like to look at stadiums and stuff. I'm interested in stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be awesome. 
So now we're going to go on to some girls or sorry, women's basketball. Um last Thursday, so the yeah, like I was talking. Oh wait, no. It wouldn't be last. Um it was no, it would be last Thursday. Yeah, okay. It was um Thursday the um 7th. No, sixth, sixth. Um, the Lady Chargers were basically run out of their own gym, 103 to 64 to Walsh. Um, and in the first quarter, pretty rough. Uh, both teams, uh, for both teams, and uh, the Chargers were outscored 17-8 in that first quarter, but um, by Walsh. And but uh, both both offenses pretty picked up. And uh, in the second quarter, Walsh outscored Hillsdale. 31 to 21 and uh Walsh never looked back from that uh, continuing to shoot really well in that game 70 or 57.9% which 44 for 76 and 13 for 30 or sorry 12 for 31 um uh which was 38.7% from 3 um and uh the main scores included Morgan McMillan who scored thir- 23 points um, eight for twelve shooting and seven for ten from three. Um, hard to stop that. Um, and then Macy Sales came in with twenty five points, twelve for sixteen shooting for Hillsdale. Um, or sorry, and then for Hillsdale, as usual, Grace Touche leading the team in scoring. Um, uh, with sixteen points on six for eight or six for ten shooting. And the Chargers shot as a team 39% from the field, uh, 23 for 59, and 8 for 32, 25% from 3, which was really not not good at all and uh, really cost us the game there. Um, but just like the men's team, we really picked it up in the second game on Saturday, uh, beating Malone, which is another really good team, 91-61. to um, the game started off pretty close, actually. Um, at the end of the first quarter, the Chargers were only up by one. But in the next three quarters, the the my, the Pioneers' offense basically just stopped in his tracks, stopped scoring at all. Um, in the next three quarters, they scored 11, 14, and 13. <laughs> so that's basically why the score is the way it is. Um the stats for the game were pretty good for the Chargers. Grace Touche came in with 25 points on 9 for 16 shooting, including four threes. Um, the team shot uh, pretty well, 56.9%, uh, which 37 for 65 from the field, and then 11 for 22, 50% from three. Um, so we hit 11 threes. That's, that's going to help, and four of those went to Grace Touche. Um, and whereas Malone shot pretty terrible, 37.1%, which is not too bad, but the biggest issue um, was 4 for 31 from 3, which is 12.9%. So, yeah, that, that really killed them there. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And then up next, the 9-5 and five Chargers, now in second place in the GMAC, uh, take on the leader of the GMAC, Ashland, who are also 8th ranked in the country um, on Thursday at 9.30 p.m right before the boys game so that's gonna be a grind against really good competition but when you play hard teams you also have to look at what you learn from playing hard teams um you learn quite a bit because i mean um 
you learn how to play against teams that are a lot better than you. And, I mean, if we can get this win, this is going to be a huge win. Not just because they're number one in the GMAC and because they're the number eight seed. I mean, this this is going to be a really hard game, and it's going to be a tough one. But um, I, this team has a grit that can that, to do it. So I, I'm cautiously optimistic, as usual, for a Charger victory. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't expect a win, though. Um, okay, that about sums up all my notes. And um, so I... I'm hoping to do a podcast next week. I can't really think of what I need to do next week, so I'm going to just hope I carry out my word and do it. But um, that is it for this episode. And um, rate and review like usual. Tell a friend. Give people interested. Um, yeah, thank you for listening, all you people. We're nearing a year of um, of operating, so that's going to be awesome. And um, have a great day, everyone, and go Chargers.